This week on The Pour Over, Joe and Dill continue their discussion on the first season of Master of None. They chop it up on episodes 5 and 6, The Other Man and Nashville. Dev and Rachel finally link up again, but not after a few dating mishaps for Dev. Man, and I thought it would be easier to meet people in New York City. Here's our take on episode 5 and 6. Let's pour it all over. Hey friends, welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This time, we're chatting about Master of None, the Netflix original written by Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang. It stars Aziz as Dev, a hopeless romantic living in New York City. The show is praised for its real take on modern romance, offbeat laughs, and undeniable heart. But before we get into all that, let's catch up with the Pour Over Boys. What's up, man? Hey, nothing much. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's uh, how's your coffee been this week? My coffee has been uh, pretty good. Uh, I think last week I might have said that I finished my bag from. Um, ooh, was it? Was it the one from Houston? I'm not sure. And I just started a new bag. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, I finished that bag too. So oh, I'm like been on a coffee them. binge. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's so weird. I can't even remember the one I drank recently. Uh, you know, I just finished a bag and stow it away. But um, this week I'm on uh, a bag uh, from uh, Woodboro Coffee. It's a uh, it's a roaster that I think uh, one of the coffee shops nearby called Press uses a lot. Mm. Uh, and their, like, aesthetic is very similar. It's like an all-white bag with, like, a little flower... And like a bow and arrow, or an arrow on it. So it's very kind of minimal looking. Mm -hmm. But it's a bag uh, from Bolivia, a farm called La Linda. Nice. So how is it? Um, It's good. It's a, I just had one cup today. It's a very light tasting coffee, Um, light body, very, very kind of, Ah, I won't say boring. Mm. It's not boring. It's not boring at all. It's just very, very serviceable, very serviceable cup. Okay. And it, it was on the cheaper end. Nice. So is the yeah. not boring, but maybe boring. Is is that a good thing? Or what was your thought? <laughs> I, I, I think maybe because I'm comparing it to the cups I've had recently. Mm. Like at, the last one I drank was a Guatemalan, but the two before that were both African coffees. And so very fruity, very kind of like tangy and like zesty. Mm. But this one was um, like a little bit of tangy, a little tanginess, but uh, all around just a very, um, a very drinkable cup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Political <laughs> I don't know if you've had here. those before. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, though. It's like you can't pull out a whole lot of flavors like that mm. are super like distinct. like. I was thinking like, oh, does it taste like honey? Is there like apricotness mm. to the to this thing? Is it tea like? You know, and it's not even like very chocolatey like some Central American coffees and some um, South American coffees have been. But uh, but yeah, it's it's a good cup. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what about you, man? <laughs> How's yeah. your coffee ban- game? Uh, I'm I'm still still on the island coffee, you know that kind of funky mm-hmm. fermented kind of deal. Um, it's, yeah. it's good. I'm, I still like it. I 
I don't know if I would get it again, though. I've okay. I've been drinking it for a little while now. Like, it's not bad. Um, I want to say, yeah, maybe it's in a similar category. It's like, well, I wouldn't say it's boring, but in the sense that, like, you know, maybe I prefer other other tastes more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fermented, like, almost whiny, maybe kind of more like plum kind of taste. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'd be interested to taste it from Island themselves or, like, someone that, has dialed it in in a way you know i think oftentimes we buy these beans and like we we can get flavors because you know we 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 brew it and stuff but i'm always curious Mm -hmm. to know like what did the roaster intend this to be like Mm. because i don't know if i can always get that at home i mean i get something that's you know usually pretty good and i enjoy it but then i'm like ah it's it's because we read those taste notes and i'm like i don't know if i get all of these all the time hmm that's a really interesting kind of question because the reason why we have these beans in our hands is because the roaster decided that that formula worked mm-hmm. and they happened to produce a really pleasing cup of coffee and um unless they're total um totally not right about the flavor of a cup like usually uh we're probably doing something wrong Mm-hmm. Um, either that or, you know, it's just not the right combination of methods. Yeah, method. I'm sure water has a lot to do with it. And yeah, so that's just something that I was thinking about. Whereas, like, I feel like I'm not unlocking this bean mm. in the way I feel like it's meant, like, intended to be, I guess. Sure. Or, you know, or it just could just be different preferences. I don't know. Right. But right. yeah, so that's that's mostly been what I what I've been drinking. I I did try to go to a coffee shop the other day, but we walked in and I guess their internet was out, oh. which meant they couldn't take any credit cards. Oh wow! Yeah, they said somebody had like a car accident or something right outside and oh, kind of wow. knocked over some poles or something. And they're like, the if world? you really want, you know, we could just write down your credit card number and run it later. But mm-hmm. we we're kind of like, uh, it's okay. And the people I, I were with, <laughs> I was with, want uh, needed internet. So, oh, I see. Ended up going somewhere else. We we uh we went to a church, I guess. Yeah, church actually. It's called Watermark. Okay. Uh, but they have yeah. a big coffee shop. Church is huge. Mm-hmm. Anyone from Dallas, whether you go to church or not, have probably heard of it. Yeah. Um, and you can just go in there during the week and just use their huge space. So we went there, and they coincidentally they actually serve Island. That's the coffee they use. Oh, I, I didn't know that that's until this crazy time. twist. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't go too often. That's why. But yeah, I mean, Watermark is super nice. Like, mm-hmm. there's no coffee shop that can have a space so big. Yeah, because that's just not how coffee shops work. But this is right. You know, mainly a church, a very big church. And so mm-hmm. they can kind of accommodate. So, like, I went, they have this, like, outdoor space that's shaded. So even though it's hot summer, uh, the yep. shade wasn't too bad. So a lot of people were sitting fountains. outside. They yeah. got inside. You know, it's just a, it's a big place. There are, like, fountains there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's, the like, kids a can pool play in. and stuff. Man. It's, it's, a, it's another level. But I was like, man, I should come here more. Yeah. I've had a date at Watermark before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah you already know <laughs> yeah that's, that's mostly my experience okay okay nice well well did you try the coffee there did you try the island 
I did. I just got drip. Another thing is is fairly affordable. I guess you could say. Mm. Um, I think. I don't remember what the small was. I got the medium and it's two dollars straight up, you okay. know, no tax or anything, and it was pretty big, so it's uh pretty affordable. I think lattes are like two something, you know, whereas they'd okay. be like three something, four dollars somewhere else. Yeah, that's really yeah. cheap. They do have a four dollar pour over. I was a little suspect. Ooh. I, I don't know. Well, so, you gotta make your money back somehow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I went with the drip. It was it was fine. Like mm. as I expected, yeah, serviceable, huh? Yeah, serviceable. That's that's yeah. that's a good one. Drinkable. <laughs> you know, we try to be nice here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yo, quick uh, question: Do you like Lacroix? No. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, that was not the answer I was expecting. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, is it called sparkling water or whatever? Like that category of drink <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I know a lot of people like it. I feel like it's sort mm. of like a millennial thing. I don't know. But it is um, totally. A lot of people are really into it, and I'm just not really. I, I don't enjoy. I, I'd much rather just drink water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah, but we don't have to keep talking about it. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what were you going to say? Well, uh, I was wondering if you like coconut LaCroix. That's been my thing oh, for a okay. while. Yeah, maybe I, if I had the opportunity, maybe I would give it a chance again. Okay. But in general, well, I, yeah, I just like carbonated water stuff. I just am yeah. not a big fan. Mm. I know that your fam is like Costco fam, that y'all love Costco yeah. Sam's Club. And they, I mean, do, they do it in bulk pretty well. Yeah, that's the, true. That's true. LaCroix. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I noticed at Watermark, they sell the Bulletproof Coffee. I think you had mentioned Ooh, it on like yes. one of our first oh episodes. You know, Way deep back. cut. Um, it it has like butter in it, and I think coconut mm-hmm. oil or something. Yes, I was like, man. Okay, I, I don't know if I've seen it on a menu before. I was like, yeah, should you I, should try it next time. Should I try? I don't know. I feel like I sort <laughs> of have to in the name of science slash pour mm-hmm. over. <laughs> Yeah, try it next time and tell us how it is. Yeah, I tried to get the person I was with. I was like, yo, they got Bulletproof coffee. You should uh, try that, man. But they, they didn't go for it, so. Mm. You don't um, you don't uh, hang out with very convincing friends. Like, I feel like every time you tell a story about your friends and coffee, they're like, uh, nah, I'm not really into that stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's okay. That's Y'all just okay. go to Lucky City, uh, you know, Meat Fresh. It's it's the like suburban way, you know. Sometimes uh, I feel yeah. like you live in Plano. That's just how it goes. <laughs> where's, where's my nearest the Olive Garden? You know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, you know this this time we're chatting about Master Nun and uh, Dev visits a city himself. He goes mm. to Nashville, and so uh, I look forward to talking about that. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, this time on the pod, we're talking Master of None season one. Uh, season one received universal acclaim and has been known for its laughs and wittiness. Um, this week, we're diving into the next two episodes, The Other Man and Nashville. Mm. So, um, yeah, so we watched uh, one episode on kind of Dev's interesting escapades mm-hmm. with this married woman. And then the other one was kind of his hot date with uh, Rachel. So... Just starting off with episode three, or not episode three, sorry, episode five here. Um, yeah, so we, we find Dev, he's 
once again chatting with his friends about dating life and they're trying to give him advice and uh, he goes to this party or this bar um and then he happens upon lisa is that her name no nina oh yeah 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 nina and she like you know and him start talking and you know one thing leads to another he's over at her place he's like cool place he's like (laughs) everything's so cool and uh you know they start getting it on and he finds out she's married Mm. and you know one thing leads to another they start this weird kind of relationship while dev's still kind of dating other women and then uh in the end basically he gets caught and the husband and nina actually end up uh improving their relationship yeah so (laughs) and dev just ends up once again with the short stick yeah so uh, what'd you think about this episode man it it was funny i i enjoyed watching it it also felt really random the whole time Mm. like everything that was happening i was like why why is this happening (laughs) yeah they had colin salmon in there with dev you know actor buddy i guess oh is that actually him like his name is colin salmon oh i i I have no idea oh i just i know he's famous right yeah he's famous i recognize him Mm. i feel like maybe you should have looked up his real name but it could be his (laughs) real name i wouldn't be surprised um yeah like how like keanu plays himself sometimes Mm -hmm. but uh yeah he's just super intense like i can't I, i can't even describe um, and he's like yeah, theatrical just, yeah yeah so just a lot of random experiences so i was just kind of it was all funny i enjoyed it but yeah i was kind of like what's i don't know if this is contributing to the overall mm-hmm. narrative but you know maybe yeah. i let it slide what what was your initial thoughts yeah i think uh, there was no through line with mm-hmm. all the different scenes there was no like common thread especially just you know, the the scenes that weren't directly related to, like, Dev's little affair there. Mm. Uh, they just feel, feel really, felt really random. And, like, if you were only to remember the Nina Dev thing, there was actually a lot that happened outside of that. Like, the mm-hmm. whole Colin and Dev kind of, like, building this writer-actor relationship. Um, what else? There was also he, something involving... He went involving. on some online date yeah with with this asian chick who was like basically making him pay for her food yeah i gotta i gotta put this this atlantic cod in the the freezer (laughs) before fridge before it goes bad yeah uh, yeah man i I guess i felt a little bit confused maybe i don't Mm -hmm. know yeah i just kind of took it like um this is just kind of devs normal life experience kind of just around mm, meeting mm. people and just kind of doing stuff. So it's just kind of, yeah, it's, I think we might have said last episode, it's like a vlog of his life, but not, you know, it's like a yeah. highly produced TV show around his life. So, yeah. Um, so it's just kind of just normal stuff, weird things happening. It's like mundane, but not, I think we talked about that too. Right. Right. But you said the same yeah. thing about hot date. I think mm. that episode that it was just like a random slice of Dev's life. Yeah. So, and now that we're, you know, halfway into the season or something, I think maybe 10 episodes, but, um, mm-hmm. I was just kind of, I think this is their general vibe. I think even when we get to Nashville a little, we could talk about that too, but I was like, yeah, is this good? 
you know, mm. it's, it's like that mundane. Like it, it, we, I think we said it is like kind of endearing, kind of enjoyed it. It, it could yeah. be seen as more real or authentic. Uh, but then sometimes if the whole episode is like that, like this one, it kind of feels out of place, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Mundane, but also like the ridiculousness of things, too. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I kind of liken it to The Office, mm. which is in its own category of TV where it's totally background music in a way. <laughs> and I worry that for a show that's so highly praised as Master of None, you don't want to be in that lane, mm. you know, because The Office has that lane and they're killing it. Yeah. But it doesn't exactly make for make for very creative and compelling TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it would have helped if they just didn't have the whole Colin thing and it was just more about Nina and Dev. Mm-hmm. I think her husband's name is Mark or whatever. Like <laughs> you said, there's a lot that actually happened. There are a lot of scenes with Dev and Nina. And mm-hmm. then just like the Collins stuff was really random. So I think that made it feel more just kind of ridiculous. Whereas if it's yeah. just kind of a thing between Nina and Dev, if it focused on that, maybe it could have felt a little more aligned in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did like the Collins scenes. <laughs> yeah. I probably laughed funny. the most during those scenes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what bits did you think were funny? Oh, everything he said, man. But... I think my, my favorite line in the episode is when Dev goes over to his trailer to, I guess, hear his pitch for his movie or whatever. He's yeah. talking about like cars and stuff. And then he says, yeah. Batman <laughs> has a Batmobile. Thor has a Thormobile. And he's <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so, he. man. That's like, just the way he delivered that. He's so confident. He's like, Thor has a Thormobile. Right. Like, That's so funny. <laughs> You know, I didn't even notice that the first time around. Like, I didn't think that was, I didn't catch that as a joke mm-hmm. the first time watching the, the, the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he, he calls Dev over to his apartment later and he's like, come, it's very urgent. Yeah. And he just comes. It's a Domino's thing. Yeah. Domino's of his cat. Like another <laughs> really random pet story, kind of like Arnold and his lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, why is this so urgent? That he has to come <laughs> and press the dominoes. So yeah, that whole thing maybe like just threw it off um, track for me. Yeah. Even though I liked it, so I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. conflicted there. I don't know. This uh, this show has like these weird little bits, and I wonder if there's like truth in them too. Because mm. like when I think about Colin's character in um, kind of a, a foil way to Aziz's character. Mm. Like, Colin is always pictured in these scenes as, like, kind of this single guy who has these, like, eccentric ideas and seemingly interesting hobbies, like this Domino's thing. (laughs) But he's, like, super high on life, you know? Like, every time he's talking to Dev, he's, like, super excited about what he's doing. And Dev, on the other hand, is, like, out here trying to, like, like, catch numbers and, like, get Mm -hmm. with women and, like, you know just be about his dating life. And Colin's here just like really enjoying singleness. Hmm. So I wonder if Colin is, Colin is like this example that you don't have to have a significant other necessarily to have a really fulfilling life. Mm, that's, that's a good take. I, I hadn't thought about it that way. Cause I mean, cause Colin is a, is a successful actor. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of along the lines of what Dev is trying to be. 
Right. Um, he's got even like a nicer place and, you know, he's more famous and all that. Yet, you know, Dev in some ways could be seen as like stumbling through life, kind of like he's trying like to get mm-hmm. life going for himself. He has some right. wins and some losses, but yeah, Colin feels like he's really kind of hit a stride, even mm-hmm. though it might be a really weird, weird stride, but <laughs> it's working for him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that is very interesting. Anything else about this episode or, you know, more specifically with the Dev and Nina affair thing? Yeah, I I was trying to wrap my head around why they ended it the way they did, like at the end mm. of the episode, you know, because, well, for, you know, Mark catches Nina and Deb together and that whole interaction was like oh super my God. awkward. <laughs> and, and hilarious. It is so funny. What are you still doing in my house? <laughs> He just yelled. Oh, yeah, he's like, that closet. You said you were gonna leave. I didn't want to go down the elevator together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that's like classic Aziz slash yeah. Dev, like right there. And then he's also he like calls him a small Indian man or something. He's yeah, like, why you gotta bring up my race and my size? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So that that, that was funny. Yeah. That was pretty funny. And just how they how they used like the ice cream interaction. To convince Dev that it's okay. Yes, compared to all the other things that she listed at the very beginning of their kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot going on. And then, yeah, but at the end, though, I was kind of like, it's weird because Nina and Mark, like, they worked it all out. They're all at mm. peace. And I was like, is this meant to be some type of joke slash parody right now or something? Mm. Um. Yeah, just the way they're talking and everything. So that, that was a little, a little confusing, and I, I felt yeah. just like how how Dev, um, felt <laughs> at the end. They're just kind of like, like, what what just happened? You know, him what just happened? Yeah. But so yeah, that's weird to me. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, definitely weird. Building up Aziz's like underdog status, I guess. Mm. Like, you still can't win at mm. all. Like the other other couple that. And that you thought would end up, you know, breaking up, they're actually better because mm. of because of your follies. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyhow, um, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, was, that, what, <laughs> uh, was there anything else in this episode that kind of stood out to you? Um, not necessarily. I mean, just like the little bits that are funny, like you know, a little reflective of dating life. Like mm-hmm. Dev was talking about the girl he was eating dinner with. He's like, "Yeah, we have." So much in common or something like it's like we both like movies. It's a very deep app that you know gets at people's similarities. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all that stuff is hilarious and true. Mm-hmm. Uh but let's move on to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um this episode, Dev basically in the very beginning we find out that him and De- him and uh excuse me. Uh, Rachel reconnect because Rachel's like I'm done with my ex so that kind of came out of the blue yeah we didn't really hear any any of that in episode five but um yeah they're like you know chopping it up at some Chinese restaurant Dev reveals that information and they're like yeah you should take her to a vacation like y'all should go on vacation for the first date and they go to Nashville you know the whole episode is basically their date and just them having a really good time mm-hmm. and till the end when Dev screws up and he's like oh i gotta get that tickler's barbecue sauce they run late they miss the plane and then um she misses her niece's recital 
But Dev comes back in and he cracks a joke and, you know, it's all good. Mm -hmm. So that's basically the whole episode. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think this one was much more focused than the, mm -hmm. the one before. And yeah, yeah so it's it good. What what did you think about this episode? Um, I liked it. It felt pretty short. Yeah. Like it just felt like a short episode, but it wasn't. Um I don't know. I think I think this episode made me realize how much I liked his uh Dev's interactions with Arnold and mm. um uh Lena Waithe's character. Yeah, Denise. Uh, Denise. Yeah, how much I love their kind of camaraderie. Um, and like, yeah, Deb and Rachel are really cute mm -hmm. and it's like kind of funny, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like, it's like anyone third wheeling for a date. It's like kind of <laughs> cute and funny, but it's like, you don't really care. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're all that uh, man in that uh, suit shop. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was like the funniest bit in the entire episode. <laughs> Can you guys bond somewhere else? What? <laughs> he's like i'm really alone right now yeah. oh, and then he so thought he was done he's like and my name is steve <laughs> yeah oh that he feels so yeah. bad for him but yes that that makes a lot what, of sense what do you think yeah what do you think yeah, man they're, they're so i mean obviously they got the chemistry they're driving like just vibing really well with each other and yeah, yeah it's interesting just because we're just watching their date basically yeah so yeah definitely we were we're all steve um, to some extent <laughs> in this episode yeah yeah i i liked it so it's it weird that i think there are different levels to just how they presented mm. their relationship so okay like i said they, you know they got that really good chemistry they got banter they're like really they just work off each other really well mm -hmm. but sometimes i felt like it was too well it's mm. like too easy where like one of them would say something and then the other would just like respond immediately and just start going off that joke or that line or right. whatever. And it's like, oh, wow, they don't really know each other that well, but they're mm -hmm. able to do this. Um, so it's like, it was good. But then sometimes I was like, ah, oh, maybe too much. Yeah. And they, they also worked it in too, though, where they showed small parts where they're just like kind of sit in silence. It wasn't mm -hmm. very awkward, but like, you know, like when they first got on the airplane, you know, they're just kind of sitting there, not really knowing what to talk about, I think. And yeah. Even when they're going to go take a nap or whatever, it's just kind of quiet. So they kind of worked those in, which I was like, ah, that makes it feel more real. Because mm -hmm. in a real conversation, you have lulls and, and stuff like that. Right, right. And so, yeah, it's just kind of little, little different levels and layers to it. But I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was funny. I, I think they have a good chemistry going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely lols between the lols, you know what mm. I mean? Mm -hmm. On dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh I don't know. I think I think some of it is very realistically depicted too mm. because I mean, so this is really like their second date or even just their first date together. If you don't include the first interaction where they're, you know, go for the plan B pill. <laughs> yeah, cuz then they have like the post concert post cartman person date. oh yeah i guess that was a date too kind of kind of it, they hung out mm. they hung ah yeah yeah they linked up for a little bit yeah 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 but uh yeah like i think yeah what you what you said kind of made me think like all their jokes are funny and they're like 
they got good chemistry, but you know, when the dust settles, it's kind of awkward. Mm. Like they're not, they're not connecting on a deep level. Yeah. At least that's what it seems for me. Like as the observer. Yeah. They just, they got really good jokes and really good inside jokes now, mm-hmm. which obviously again, yeah, like we said, this is the beginning, right? They haven't really right. gone on many dates. Um, but I think the way, at least I'm perceiving that they're being portrayed is like, they're supposed to have this really great chemistry and they do, but yeah, but there might be lacking some depth, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna keep my eyes out, you know, for these next episodes to see how that develops. Cause I, I, I have a hypothesis that we never really get to see that in this season mm. until, yeah, until later, I think they have that that discussion with the percentage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get there. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like their, their whole relationship is built upon these little quippy one liners yeah. and jokes. Yeah. I feel like there, there's yeah. one part though, that was like, Oh, that's, that's like very nice. You know, when, when, when they went to go eat and they, I, I guess they went to ticklers is the name mm-hmm. of the place. <laughs> and, um, Dev finds out that Rachel is pescatarian, except for octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they kind of have this kind of weird thing where I feel like Dev might have gone a little too far where he's like, you know, like we can never split food kind of thing. I mean, he's saying it like a joke, like he does. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, might might have been a little too isolating. But mm. Rachel's super cool and ends up just ordering the wings for him anyways. Mm. Um, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that's very nice. So I thought that yeah. that felt like a nice, genuine kind of moment, um, as opposed right. to just all their kind of quippy one liners. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was that was an opportunity for them to get a little deeper, mm-hmm. you know, exploring the differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tickler's, man, is this uh, Dev's undoing. Yo, yo, what do you think about that white barbecue sauce, though? <laughs> that sounds so nasty. <laughs> I'm like, why is it white? Why? But, Yeah. <laughs> This sounds know. really gross, yeah, but I think sus. it's mayonnaise. I think yeah, it's mayonnaise like, well, based. Mayonnaise, you know, I'm just thinking of like a like an Alfredo or something. I don't even know. <laughs> um, I don't even want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. But yeah, and you know, because we, we've, we've seen this show before, right? And so in mm-hmm. my mind, I had remembered the missing the niece's flight thing like as much more important. I mm. think in my memory, I was like, ah, oh, this is a big deal. Like, I know they're going to miss it, you know, when I was watching the episode. Yeah. But then watching it this time, I feel like it wasn't that big of a deal. Because hmm. they just kind of, like, said Glazed the joke. And then they were fine. They're like, yeah, let's go eat. And that's kind of the end. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because in memory, we kind of see this as a little little snippet of their problems later on. Mm. Like, we we realize it it, it it is a concern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh Deb's reliance on technology gets at him. He's thinking about ways and looking at the traffic mm-hmm. time. Classic. Yep, with Yelp also. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and they they really uh had some fat shaming here. Ooh, uh, I wrote that down too. Yeah. They really went in on the full-bodied people yeah maybe because the show came out on 2014 or whatever but if this season this episode were coming out today i don't think they would do that i don't think they would have this many jokes yeah i yeah. think they had two or three 
Because mm-hmm. it like kept coming up too, like like three, yeah. four times throughout the episode in different scenes and stuff. So that's definitely something. It was like mm-hmm. uh, sign of the times, maybe. But maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Though they also went in on babies, <laughs> baby Justin. That's right, <laughs> and ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else from this Nashville episode, man? Um, small shout out. Um, mm. They went to get coffee at the beginning before they went to ah, Nashville. That's right. And uh, they just ordered two Cortados, which is my drink most of the time if I'm getting that espresso yes, drink. And I was like, ah, yes. It was very inconsequential. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the episode whatsoever. But I, I wrote that down. I was like, yay, mm-hmm. Cortado. I do want to see that coffee shop in person, though. Yeah. It's like a little corner, little like alleyway coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems seem cool. It's a adds to the show's aesthetic. I feel like they kind of think about their shots and and um, back backgrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, random question: Would you go on a first date with someone on vacation? Oh man, I think knowing myself, probably not. <laughs> I think too much could potentially go wrong if it's mm. awkward and you cannot escape. No. Then you have to whatever your mode of transportation, you gotta take that back. Yeah. Like, I mean basically what happened in the episode, right? Like yeah. like nothing on their date went bad, but you know, still something went bad. And then they're just kinda sitting there and it's awkward. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't Personally, just knowing myself, I don't think I'm that type of a risk taker. <laughs> you know, I'm the guy that's just like, yeah, let's go to that Georgianos or whatever. Georgia- <laughs> Georgia. Like, Everyone goes there. That'd be All me. my girlfriend's taking me there. <laughs> yeah. Would you, though? Nah, it's a no for me, too. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, too risky. Plus, you know, first date, I don't got that kind of money. Yes. It's like, wow. I mean, $50 per person flight. Okay, that's not too bad. But it's still $50, though. And then you you got the hotel, you know, all your activities. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yeah, right. especially in the beginning. I'm cheap, you know. Mm. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. throw up that money. I, I don't got right. that Gogurt money. <laughs> so I'm going to get that General Tso's chicken at that Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then probably get Mortenstein's uh, Mortenstein's ice cream. Is that, is that which I've been place? there? Uh, in episode five, yeah, the oh. place where they get the king banana split. So that's a real place. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Dang. Yeah. So uh, last week we chose Indians on TV as kind of the front runner for best episode season one. So out of these two, man, which one would you choose? Um, mm. The Other Man or Nashville? Mm. I think, like I already shared about The Other Man, I think I, I enjoyed watching it a lot. It was funny. Mm-hmm. It was like a good episode. It just felt really inconsequential, though, to the season. Mm. So I think okay. because of that... I I would choose Nashville because I think it's more important to the characters, more important to the overall story. Yeah, and yeah, it's still it's still a funny episode. I still liked it. I probably laugh more at at Colin though. Ah, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, so that that's me. What about you? I'm going to go the other man for the Ooh. laughs. Okay. Yeah. Why is I that? I thought it was a fun I thought it was a funnier episode overall. Yeah, I think yeah. I would agree with that. And what about Indians on TV? Is that still take the cake here? <sighs> I think so for me, yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. yeah, yeah. These they're still they're still good episodes though. Mm-hmm. We got some good ones coming up, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Season's still good, show's still good. Well, yep. I guess that uh, wraps up our conversation about Master of None. Uh, join us next week just to continue that for the next two episodes. But for the time being, we're going to close the episode like we always do by asking what's making us happy this week. So, Joe, what's making you happy? What's making me happy this week is I'm a hammock boy now. Hey, okay. I'm on the hammy game. Tell me more. So I bought a hammock about two days ago yeah. for Labor Day weekend. There's a deal. And I was like, you know what? There are plenty of trees around here. I'm going to hang out at, yeah. on one of those, on two of those trees. And for the past two days since I bought that hammock, I've been hanging every day. Ooh. So, yeah. It's, it's been really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Describe what, what it's like to get in the hammock for that first time, you know? Oh, my first time was actually the best time. Oh, okay. Uh, this last time, I felt like I didn't get enough height on uh, the trees, which I've kind of read on and seen on different videos. Height is the key. Were you sitting on the ground almost? No, no, I wasn't, but my ankle was kind of weird. So, mm. like, I think I was sagging a little bit too much. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. But nice. it's it's an amazing feeling, man. It's kind of like, it's a little bit... It's a little bit like you're you're in the womb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just uh, yeah. yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. You just hanging out. I heard it's like no pressure points. You know, if you're if you're laying out right, and mm. then it's just it's nice. Uh, well, would you yeah. sleep in it? I've actually thought about that. Yeah, uh, if I were to go backpacking and be real minimalist, I might get the um get the hammock and then they sell these like tarps that go mm-hmm. over the hammock so you can sleep in them and be protected from the elements nice uh, but yeah you know break out the hammock on a nice cool day without a book listen to some tunes yeah or just listen to the music of the world yeah and you good man mm-hmm I like yeah. that. I, I also have a hammock. I, I don't use it oh. too often, but yeah, it's, it's very nice. So I, I enjoy it as well. Well, let's let's hammock sometime and call us the Hammock Boys. Yeah, it will be a special uh, special edition episode, Hammock <laughs> Boys. And we can also have coffee. Yeah. Yep. I got a camp uh, camp uh, stove now, oh, like a little boiler. Perfect. So we could we could literally do it outside. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, what about you, man? What's making you happy this week, Dill? Yeah, I um, I had shared, I don't know how many episodes ago, about a particular barbecue joint here in Dallas mm. uh, called Cadillac. So, you know, I got to go back again this past week. So I went with some friends. Nice. And yeah, I think overall, just being able to hang out with some good friends, go eat some good barbecue together. Yeah, and just kind of enjoy our time. Um, 
And there also we went to a, the coffee shop after, so that was all kind of like one day, kind of kind of experience. So yeah, it's it yeah. just fun just to hang out and just kind of nice. de stress and, and stuff with some very oily food. That's good. Mm. Did you get some bread to soap it all up? Um, a little bit. They're a little stingy on the slices of bread. Ooh, yeah. can't have that. So, yeah. yeah, there are only three of us, and they only gave us three slices, I think. What? Yeah. That's, that's I, ridiculous. Yeah, I could ask for more. I was like, nah, it's fine. Um, mm. But we had a lot of meat. I think more. Like, I, I, I think we might have overestimated ourselves. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Did it tickle your fancy? Uh, Yeah. Tickler. It's, it's good. I mean, the, so we basically, we only got brisket and the beef rib. And okay. I would say the beef rib was was very good as as usual. Uh, it was very yeah, rich very though with the fat, mm. uh, which is good. I mean that's kind of the point, right? And yeah. I would say the brisket is like good but not amazing. So kind of okay. like top half of it was pretty good, like nice fat and stuff. And the bottom half, bottom half was a little more dry. So if it was kind of more uniform throughout, you know, it would have been mm, would have been much better. Mm. It's still good though. I still enjoy it. Does does kind of like do the um the moist versus the not moist? Yeah, they they have just... both options. So. Okay, and that was the moist. Yeah, it was the moist. So I would say the top mm. half was very moist, bottom half yeah. less so. Hmm. You know, that's just how it goes sometimes. I still it's still you good. Know, still good. It'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our episode for the week. Thanks for talking, Joe. I enjoyed it, as always. And, yeah, talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good, man. This was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Peace. Oops. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.